0: hello thank you for listening and watching to you had options uh this episode i have adam carroll from good friend on great band they's put out an ep on red scare and gunner records um, called the aaron rose ep yeah it's great go check it out uh if you go buy it if you're in europe buy it from gunner records if you're in america uh, buy it from Red Scare if you're in the UK in Ireland. Buy it from Buy it from Good Friend. You know, man, so great. I really enjoy this conversation with Adam. Uh, we talk about wrestling, of course, uh, and we also talk about you know other sporting events that are equally you know respectable. Well, maybe a little bit less respectable than wrestling, uh, but like soccer and, or fo- football, uh, if you will. And um, yeah, I really enjoy this conversation. I, I I honestly think I've made a friend you know with Adam uh, you know a good friend maybe I don't know that's TBD at this time but yeah follow uh, follow good friend on Instagram it's uh, at good friend band you know uh, follow us you had options on Instagram at you had options make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel give us a like whatever uh thank you for listening and watching and up or is that normal over there where y'all are
1: every irish person is 17 toes damn
0: it i knew it oh man adam thank you for thank you for doing this thank you for being on uh my 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 uh my humble podcast
1: um welcome to my humble
0: home yeah is it uh it's snowing right there where y'all is yeah Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's white outside
0: shit yeah it's uh yeah we uh we had we had to push push this back you know 30 minutes because there was a fucking uh parade outside of my apartment
1: yeah there's not gonna be a parade here fuck <laughs> yeah
0: that's great yeah
1: i'm, I'm glad to play it and be warm inside
0: yeah yeah they uh immobile they uh they canceled mardi gras this year for for covid obviously and um but people are still fucking having their little, their makeshift shanty parades. It's bizarre. Yeah.
1: It's gonna be interesting to see what happens in uh, St. Patrick's Day next month.
0: It's shit. Well, here, yeah, here I'm sure they're still gonna fucking do it. There's a there's this uh this uh, this Irish restaurant down the street from my apartment that uh. Mm-hmm. It's it's been here forever, and so they do a big St. Patrick's Day like block party. So I'm sure it's gonna be bananas.
1: Is it called Flanagan's or o'neils
0: It uh, Callahan's. Man, you would have got. I think you would have got it if you had enough time.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
0: it's called. <laughs> it is called Irish Rose. Is is the name of this? No. Uh, Uh, Well,
1: our son Aaron Rose comes from uh, the bar Aaron Rose in New Orleans.
0: Right. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. You guys have uh, your new uh, seven-inch out.
1: Yes, straight to the sale.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's man. There's one I
1: prepared earlier. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So this is a record.
0: Hell yeah. Good friend. Aaron Rose EP
1: yeah uh, seven inch EP
0: three songs right
1: yes yeah three songs.
0: nice and uh you know you guys your your album came out four years 2016 right yeah remember <laughs> yeah it's uh so uh it's been a little bit for y'all to to put out a new release. That must, yeah,
1: we have been busy. A right. lot of, I think, uh, a lot of the articles that are written about us kind of make it out as if we just disappeared for four years. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a bad thing on their part or our part that nobody knows that we've been doing all this. Yeah, uh, because we've been trying to get as much turn in as possible, but four years is a long time. Yeah.
0: Yeah uh yeah I, I, you know obviously uh, this year sucked for everybody um and tough to put out an EP but it seems like y'all have gotten a decent response with this
1: Yeah yeah uh my house is basically turned into a post office because all of the UK and Ireland orders are getting run through my house Yeah
0: Well <laughs> it's a so it's a Red Scare and Gunner Records right
1: release yeah, and Gunner finally got his records today. Oh <laughs> yeah, because of Brexit and everything, they they were kind of being held. In, in, uh,
0: in male mail hell.
1: So Europe finally has records.
0: Hell yeah! Finally, the people the people got what they what they needed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you guys? Uh, is there a bigger release already in the works for like a, are you, what's, is there a plan to put out an album in the next?
1: Yeah. Well, we're actually supposed to kind of be in the studio next week. Um, but it's been postponed. Um, but it's going to happen this year. We're determined that we're going to have album number two this year. This Um, year? Yeah.
0: Wow. Nice.
1: We definitely want to have it done this year. And, uh, I don't know, like I was demoing songs earlier on and sending it to the guys, so we're all excited and pumped and just want to get into it and yeah. get it done. But the fact that they're in Newcastle and I'm over here in the North Coast doesn't really help matters.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, does... a. Uh... Does the does the Lawrence Arms uh have they sent you a cease and assist since uh your band name is a Lawrence Arms uh, reference?
1: No, they
0: are they do Well
1: No. <laughs> they're they're I not know, I think I've, I've paid my way to friendship, They <laughs> or my dad friendship. <laughs> i don't know, I think
0: so. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I love uh I love y'all's video for uh, Aaron Rose. Goes drinking.
1: Thanks. Man. Yeah, that was like a dream come true to do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, inside a wrestling ring.
0: Yeah. We uh we had been talking earlier about how uh you're you're a big wrestling wrestling fan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, you you were telling me that you're able to take some bumps while <laughs> filming the video. How wh- was it uh was it more intense than you thought it would be?
1: Yeah, like I don't know what my expectation was because I walked in with two uh, wallpaper tables, you know, underneath both right. of my arms, yeah. so I walked in thinking, this is thick, this isn't going to hurt, I'm going to come out completely fine, I think my biggest worry was my ankles because I have, a few people call me shankles because I could shit ankles, um, <laughs> Just from like skateboarding and stuff. Oh okay. I, was,
0: uh, I didn't want to ask a personal you know question of uh,
1: was like skateboarding and yeah. football and walking. Occasionally I would sprain my ankle walking and <laughs> you know, just basic human things. Right. Um so that was my biggest concern because the the boots were kind of sitting weird and I felt as if I had, you know, really loose spaghetti ankles.
0: So you you had actual wrestling boots on, yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um, so that was kind of interesting too. And then we walked in the door, <laughs> and the guys were kind of warming up and doing their thing, and we were just like, we are in. Like I think our actual reactions are in the video. <laughs> First time we see them wrestle, nice. Like the look of absolute fear on yeah. their faces. We we didn't know that Mark was Standing beside us shooting the whole thing Uh, But it was kind of terrifying And then You know we needed We needed a big finish so I got to slammed through a table Hell yeah We had to go big or go home with the video I think
0: Right I think so
1: Yeah Uh, The only thing I bummed out was that I didn't get to the top rope (sighs) Damn it But you know, we were talking, and we're going to make an appearance at some of their wrestling events at some stage.
0: Are you Are you going to do a run-in?
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm going to cost someone a title. That's what I want. Oh, to do.
0: shit. <laughs> roll up somebody gonna, and do a roll-up. Like, run-in, a, roll run
1: yeah. a raft's uniform, and slide in. Slide in? Knock out the, the rap, get him out of the ring, and just either <laughs> there. Can you jump
0: in. Are you gonna do like like Shawn Michaels like super, super high jean cutoffs with the with the uh, ref shirt?
1: Yeah, man,
0: yeah. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> Just wet your hair down. That's one of the uh, one of my favorite things about professional wrestling, and it's a small, like minute detail, is uh the guys with long hair always spray... An insane amount of water in their hair before they go out.
1: Yeah. well, mine's kind of well. Right now, I showered. I I decided I'd to clean for you today. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I showered just before. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. You had um Tucker right from uh, NXT UK, right?
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he said he part of the WWE UK Championships. Right. And man, that guy is real.
0: He's a. Uh... Yeah, he's jacked. He looks like. Yeah. A... He... Oh,
1: sorry.
0: I was saying, yeah, he's, he's the real deal.
1: Yeah, he was trained by Finn Balor.
0: Shit, doesn't so, get much, much bigger. So
1: uh, I was telling you before, I am trained by Finn Balor. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Under the tutelage. Just,
1: just, just, on a side note. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Man. Yeah, no, we've been tweeting at like all the Irish WWE wrestlers right. to try and like get their attention about the video and just
0: explode. through <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So who? So there's uh, Becky Lynch, Finn Balor, uh, Sheamus. Seamus. Sheamus. Are there any other name? Big yeah, name people? That's, right.
1: that's that's all I tweeted. Those three. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man, uh, shit! Uh, I hear the parade back again, but
1: uh, <laughs> oh god!
0: <laughs> oh, it's not. Maybe it won't be too bad. Maybe the people will, under, will understand. Oh, uh,
1: maybe we just make this a commentary on the parade. What's that? We just point the camera out the window and we turn Ooh. it into a commentary on the.
0: Parade. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm here with Adam. From good friend, we are at the beautiful Mobile, Alabama, whatever parade, cow parade that is going on.
1: Welcome to Mobile. It
0: could not be a more beautiful day. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, go- it's a bomb. It is balmy today. I went to uh, I went to Costco and bought some LaCroix. I, I got like my month's supply of LaCroix. and uh, Of what? LaCroix. You know LaCroix?
1: No. Well, what, what is this?
0: it's uh it's like sparkling water like flavored uh carbonated water
1: right wow <laughs>
0: wow it's i'll have i'll send you i'll send you a case yeah i'll send you a case it's a big uh it's, it's big over here man um yeah is there a uh, oh shit it's going like right past but uh
1: I know, like the hard seltzers and stuff are big over there.
0: Yeah, so LaCroix got big, and then like beer companies were like, "Why don't we just make a hard uh, a hard seltzer?"
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Liquid Death is huge right now.
0: Yeah, Liquid Death is, is has blown up in the past like three years. It's crazy. I
1: drank one of those at first on stage, expecting yeah. it to be beer, and it was not.
0: It looks like beer. We uh, we were able to get them to to sponsor a um, record release show, and we had like the um, like the cooler of it, just and we had to put a sign like this is just water, not beer, you know, because people <laughs> still didn't because it looks like a tall boy, you know. Uh
1: Brilliant marketing.
0: Mm-hmm oh it's great
1: and then the stuff the stuff you were speaking about the Lawrence Arms the stuff with Brandon and oh yeah yeah fantastic too yeah it's fantastic advertising
0: yeah um, yeah the uh, what was I gonna say I, I, I'm, I'm trying to work through this parade it's still going on but um, are you into metal music at all
1: Um, not particularly yeah
0: yeah I, I, I'm not either, but I like the imagery of the uh, the liquid death stuff. Maybe, I, maybe, yeah. maybe I like the imagery more than the actual uh, product of of metal. I don't know. Uh, but to go back, be- no to-
1: you know, metal was just never something I really got into. It was all too. Oh God, here we go.
0: We don't have to get into this, Adam. Uh, we can talk about wrestling. I kind of want to circle back to wrestling.
1: Battles just seems like masculine bullshit. Yeah. You, know? you ain't wrong. It's like, let's wear the tightest leather pants that we possibly can and like show the shadow of our cock. <laughs> you know? You know? And it's like, let's thrust that while thrusting the guitar. Yeah. It's, it's like, no, but then they take in the dark side death comes in and then it's like a like massive yeah. no metal's not for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel that i understand that uh so going back to wrestling if i may uh what 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 were uh what were some of the big wrestlers for you like as a kid
1: um i was really into jeff hardy mm. um, growing up in the hardy boys all right um I was really into Triple H as well.
0: Oh fuck yeah, the game.
1: Yeah, uh, before it was the game, and then the game. Like yeah, I remember whenever really he actually became the game. It was insane the change. Yeah, he got away injured for like the longest time, and then yeah. just that music hit, and that pop, just yeah. it was crazy.
0: Yeah, and it's it's crazy how like perfect Motorhead was, like for his walkout music. It just, uh,
1: I saw Motorhead once.
0: Really? How was that?
1: Yeah. in the Ulster Hall in Belfast. It was insane. Yeah. Sweaty. It was hot. I and mean, I was deaf for about three days afterwards.
0: Yeah. They
1: were, dead. They were the lightest band I've ever seen. They were fantastic. <laughs> yeah.
0: Really I, I was never into Motorhead, like, uh, until after, like, Lemmy died. And I started like watching like live videos and I was like, shit, this is cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it was the Inferno Tour that I saw them. Um, one of my best mates, he's really into Motorhead. Halfway through the show, he managed to get kicked out. <laughs> um, and he was like one of the main reasons that I was there. Yeah. And um, I was just going crazy and then they started playing Ace to Spades and I was just like, oh, he is not here for this. Like, this sucks. Yeah. And halfway through Ace of Spades, I just feel this sweaty body land on top of me and, like, start going crazy. And it's him. He got kicked out, <laughs> ended up breaking back into the Ulster Hall <laughs> and then found me in a crowd of, you know, a thousand or whatever.
0: Right. He was not going to be stopped, man. He was on a mission. Yeah.
1: So I have really good memories for that song, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But they were perfect for him. Oh yeah. Uh, but Motorhead, you know, like they completely changed his image.
0: Oh for the oh for Triple H, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were talking about your friend. I was like, oh, okay, yeah.
1: No, no. <laughs> no, he's now uh, yeah. a warden of an island. So, what? <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. He like counts puffins and like looks after the conservation of like this island.
0: Wow. That... <laughs> yeah, it's
1: pretty impressive.
0: Wow. Like that sounds like a uh, like a, a a job in a Disney movie or something.
1: Yeah, well, actually, Channel Four over here uh, ran a little. TV spot on him yeah. about how he had uh, the dream job.
0: Wow. Shit. Yeah.
1: Mm. So he's fine because, like, with this COVID stuff, because over there in the island, they don't have any restrictions. So they can't go to the pubs and stuff because they've all been isolated.
0: Wow. Damn. Can I ask what island it is?
1: Uh, Lundy. Lundy Island. Wow. So it's down the British Channel
0: or the Bristol Channel. Mm. So um uh you you told me that in uh, you've been watching the uh Cecil Hotel series. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm on episode 4.
0: Okay. Yeah, I uh I just started, well, I think I'm on episode 4 too. I just started watching that the other day. What uh what what are your thoughts so far?
1: Um It's crazy how many weird coincidences there are in the case. Right. But I do think it was like a psychotic episode.
0: For sure. That's what I think too.
1: Um, whereas like the way she's acting in the elevator is either someone on drugs or someone that isn't all there. Right. Um, and she seems to be quite confused because she presses the door hold button and everything on the elevator
0: hits all the buttons Yeah,
1: but I'm not sure if someone was even outside there
0: yeah I don't know Uh, they're in that series they're leaning pretty hard into the whole skid row uh, you know it being on skid row and they're like maybe somebody followed her up you know some unsavory character which could have happened uh, I guess
1: like the, the uh it was clear, you know, yeah, but any bruising or anything, that right. was just so strange,
0: yeah, and it's weird that I guess the um the water container, the door was shut on top of it,
1: yeah, I think they just discovered that it was left open, now oh really, yeah, but that's the thing about this show. Yeah. Like, you think that it's one way for about 20 minutes in the episode, and then they threw in some other little piece of information. Right. But. Down another little trail and just yeah. go cool. And back and forth.
0: And there's way too many, like, online detectives, <laughs> yeah. you know, in this, just putting there's
1: all. We're all guilty of it. Yeah, that's true. We're all guilty of yeah. it. Yeah. We'll all have had that one crime case that has gone in our brain, and we've gone down a little YouTube rabbit hole and thought that we know exactly what it is. You
0: solved it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the um, yeah. we watch me and my my neighbors watch the uh, the Britney Spears documentary that you Right.
1: Uh, we haven't got that yet. Yeah. I've been reading about it though.
0: Yeah. It's. it's um,
1: But I'm, you know, tell me, tell me. Oh, oh tell me.
0: it's, uh, it's, inter- I mean, it seems like she's just, uh, she's not in the right, she doesn't have all of her faculties, I feel, you know, but they think, like, her, her dad is taking advantage of her with this um, conservatorship, Yeah, what
1: um, they call it. She was trying to get it switched to her sister, right?
0: yeah. So, uh,
1: and the court blocked it.
0: Yeah, so you know, and like in the documentary, all the people that they have dis- talking about it are like TMZ bloggers and stuff. So it's not like legal. They they don't have any like legal people in there saying like this is how a conservatorship works. You know.
1: Yeah. yeah. um, So is it confirmed that she does actually? Put out- is that confirmed is like, has she ever spoken? I know she has all the, like hints and songs or whatever, but that could be conspiracy. Like, is that confirmed this? And this is actually happening.
0: I don't think, I don't think it's been confirmed. You know, I think it's just people, people like, like
1: has she spoken on record about it? Has
0: I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know, man. The, uh, it's just, I think people, like, want this story to be a crazy, like, her dad's taking advantage of her thing, you know?
1: But Let's be honest, like, that girl, there's no way that that girl could ever be normal.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, she was the world's biggest superstar at one stage. Right and highly sexualized as a young
0: woman. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that is one thing that uh they talk about in the documentary that was they show these weird interviews with her like when she was like 17 and, and it's just bizarre the, the I don't I mean it's not funny but it's just the uh there's like a Belgium TV show that she's on like being interviewed and they're asking about like Uh, the host is like so what about what about your implants is that true and it's like it's so bizarre just like just how gross people were to her you know yeah
1: like and what she did for the industry as well like
0: yeah
1: for women in the industry especially
0: yeah
1: yeah she should be commended
0: yeah for sure
1: and instead they hunted her down
0: yeah. Yeah. The uh, all the tabloids. Mm. Crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: What, uh, is there? Is there a soccer team that you follow? A football team?
1: Um, I support Liverpool. Wow. Um, I also support Coleraine FC.
0: Hmm.
1: Local team here in the Irish League. What's their name? Uh, Coleraine FC.
0: Coleraine. Okay. Do, uh, um, <laughs> do do soccer clubs have mascots?
1: Um, some do, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Like Liverpool with big red, which is a big red liver bird. Yeah. Uh, it's like the symbol of Liverpool and Manchester United would have a red devil. Okay. Uh, there was a big thing about. Arsenal as well from London who during the pandemic one of the players who was fighting to get a new contract actually paid for the mascots wages to keep him on because he'd been there for 20-30 years yeah um, it's kind of cool like I love the American mascots like uh, the Philly Fanatic
0: oh yeah man and uh, yeah. They, Philadelphia also has a Grizzly for the flyers yeah, yeah. he was like
1: Ameri- he's like so the videos um, open together
0: <laughs> yeah well grizz uh grizzly's become this like american sweetheart like <laughs> mythological you know folk character now yeah yeah, it's a uh, yeah because like american sports the mascot is a huge deal and uh especially yeah college and professional uh but for like yeah, European soccer teams, I've never noticed a lot of like, yeah, like, yeah, I think
1: they're a lot more understated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're all in America. We're all about pageantry and, yeah. uh, you know, yeah,
1: you know. Like we don't have cheerleaders. Around ah. <laughs> yeah.
0: What are y'all doing over there?
1: That's a fan's job. <laughs> it's
0: true. Uh, um, I was reading, or I've read this this book called Among the Thugs. Do you know that book? No. It's like, it's pretty, oh shit. It's like this, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's about these uh, English, like, soccer firms in the 80s that this uh, journalist followed around. Okay. Yeah. So it's just interesting to hear about, like, I guess hooliganism, if you want to say that. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I, d- I don't think it's there as much yeah, anymore. For sure. Yeah. In the, in the lower leagues, it would definitely be more problem. I know that West Ham used to have really bad hooligan uh, problems, so of like milkball. Like, no yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, my local team don't really have. Who agains? We have like a group of kids. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's like a hundred people go to again. Right, and there's like about seven kids, and they call. Them, what's it called? So uh, I've got some name. Yeah. Stupid <laughs> Um But they just go there and cause shit. You know. Yeah. Every game. Yeah. Like, there's a team called Balamina up the road, and they're like local rivals kids call them sheep shaggers and throw, like, inflatable sheep at them. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of, that kind of, that kind of thing goes on.
0: Uh, that, seemed, that seems harmless to me.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. But, uh, but then there's
1: bias like, after it. Yeah. And stuff.
0: okay, that's not, that's not so, uh, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, For but the
0: majority
1: of the games, so
0: it goes off. Sorry. Well, yeah, we yeah. Uh, Here, I guess the closest thing we have to that is like uh, uh, our the University of Alabama. They uh, they're huge football team, American football team, and uh, it's it it it's not to the extent of like riots, but it's like people just go get so worked up, you know. (laughs) It's funny
1: that's like one of the great things that happened at YouTube is like moms and dads completely lose the shit at American soccer games and like their kids' games.
0: Oh, kids. Yeah. Like they're
1: fighting each other and like all that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. The, the youth going at uh, the YMCA league, uh, we're really, uh, yeah. My buddy is a, uh, my buddy's a ref, a high school soccer ref in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, and uh man, the stories he's told me of like uh it's mostly uh the 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 team coaches that will you know, he'll he'll give a a, a yellow card to one of the players and then the the coach will get up his ass and then I don't know the the it's kind of like trickle down from the coach where they're uh, he he makes it seem like it's okay to act like an asshole, so these kids Feel like they can get an attitude with with my buddy.
1: Yeah, it's like oh, being a ref would be in any sport is gotta be one of the worst jobs.
0: Terrible. Everybody hates you. Nobody likes you.
1: The only songs ever about refs are insults. Like there's no song ever being like ref, you're doing a great job.
0: (laughs) Hey man, hey ref, I know you're just trying to do your job, and it's tough out there. You know, that, that doesn't roll off yeah. the tongue, you know?
1: Like, you've really worked in your fitness, well done.
0: <laughs> You're keeping up with these guys, we're proud of you.
1: Yeah, Whoa. never, never, that. my guys, only dogs are just in
0: Right, yeah, and that's an, another thing, the, 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 sing-alongs in, uh, in, uh, you know, in, in, uh, European and English, uh, you know soccer teams. Yeah, that, that's something I wish we had over here. We don't. We don't have that.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember whenever, whenever I was living in England, I was living in Newcastle, and we went to see Newcastle play Manchester United. Wow. And I was sitting up in the stands, and I was sitting with my friends on one side, and then we had Dutch tourists. On the other side Yeah I didn't know they just got a coach And a ferry over Um But There was like A little old mum And she was like Looking after the family there And she kept on Turning to me And being like Uh When does the singing Start <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like uh, I don't know I'm, I'm not a Newcastle fan. <laughs> like I don't know When they start singing Yeah And Then uh she kept on trying to get me to sing songs that she was just making up. Um, <laughs> and then the, eventually the Newcastle fans started to sing. Um, and she was like, oh! <laughs> but it's kind of funny. Uh, Liverpool, I think, Liverpool's fans sing in a completely different atmosphere. Uh, it's another level. And like Dortmund as well. Yeah. Have, uh, the Yellow Wall. Call it their fans, which yeah. it's an insane atmosphere, and that's what I think football's missing and stuff. With COVID. Mm-hmm. It's missing the interaction, and you know, refs getting called in decisions and stuff like that. And
0: yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah, pumping in crowd noise and stuff like that. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's just not the same.
1: Yeah. It's kind of been cool watching it without the crowd noise at the same time.
0: Yeah, cuz yeah, you can
1: kind of find out who the leaders in each team are. You can
0: hear what they're calling to each other, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of good. There's yeah. A lot of positive reinforcement.
0: <laughs> you guys are doing great. Good job. Come on, come on, come on.
1: <laughs> your 100,000 this week.
0: What uh? what what position did you play?
1: Uh, I was a right winger.
0: Ooh, Nice. Yeah. I uh, used
1: to be quite fast and all I wanted to do was take boys on like all I wanted to do was just run yeah and half of the time I would end up with the corner flag not really know what to do and I would always try to cross the ball.
0: That, that's all uh, you can do over there
1: yeah. yeah yeah pretty much uh but that was I was so single-minded I didn't really understand a lot positionally back then yeah uh so I was never destined to be a professional footballer or anything like that
0: Shame, man yeah. I think you're doing pretty good with the with the band i think i think you found your calling
1: yeah i think so i think so <laughs> uh, I do love it <laughs> oh shit yeah and it's brought us to a lot of different places
0: Hell yeah what's the uh, what's one of the the places that pops to your top pops to your mind that you're like man I never would have come here if not for the band
1: uh lancaster pennsylvania <laughs> shit
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: ah. yeah like you know, we we went there and we were playing with meg war and brendan kelly yeah and it was this place called the american bar and grill and all we had heard was that you know it was an amish town.
0: oh yeah amish big amish there yeah
1: yeah, so a few weeks before we headed on that tour, I'd actually watched a documentary on the Amish. Um,
0: the Amish Mafia? So they
1: were, they were, no, no, they were like on building houses. Oh, yeah. And like how fast the Amish can build a house um, and without any real equipment. Right. Uh, so I was extremely impressed by this documentary. Um, and I thought I was gonna show up and we were gonna be like playing this is this is what was going on in my head. Right. I thought we were gonna be playing in like this barn and it was gonna be like filled with Amish people and everyone had like beards, like all that, but it wasn't. No, we showed up and it was kind the American Barn grill and it was exactly what it sounded like. It was a really nice restaurant inside. Um and then somehow it turned into a music venue. And it was one of the greatest shows that we've ever played. Really? Yeah. You know, um, because I, I was sick all day as well. Um, and we were exhausted. But we got there and they fed us and really, like, built up our spirits and everything. And we were so pumped to go on stage. Uh, and it was such a cool little place. And we always to want to go back. Right. Yeah. You know? um, because whenever you go to small towns, it's is like if people appreciate you more.
0: For yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, the um Did you see any Amish people though when y'all were driving around?
1: No, I was really upset. I even mentioned this on stage and like everyone was laughing at me and I was like, Why are you laughing? I was like, I'm telling you this story? Like uh, I genuinely want to meet someone Amish. If you've any mates, can you go and get them? Like, go <laughs> <Okay>. get <laughs> Yeah, and, like, after the show, we got off stage, and they were, everyone was like, that Amish thing was pretty funny, No one you're not really allowed to talk about it. And I thought, like, like, done something taboo. Like, <laughs> just, like is this... If I offended anyone or that kind of thing? And you worry about it,
0: right? Yeah, yeah.
1: But I was just genuinely impressed by the culture,
0: right? Um,
1: and I could never do it. Hell no. I'm impressed by it.
0: Like, hell really. no. They uh, I what I, I think they they aren't allowed to use zippers. What? That's one of their things. Yeah. They can't use zippers, so it's all buttons? Everything, everything's buttons.
1: Wow, well, here I tell you zippers have caused then more PM than enough <laughs> over time.
0: Hey man, the documentary film uh something about Mary uh, you know yeah. has proved yeah. us uh anything. They uh do you know about Rumspringer? I
1: it just I just got the image talking about Mary there. It's like, oh
0: yeah.
1: Uh do I know what, sorry?
0: Rumspringer? No. Have you no, heard of that? Look no. into it. Look into it, man. It's a uh, for the Amish. Uh, their teenagers get this period. I think like oh. I, I forgot. I forgot the age. I
1: I where, where they like go into the normal life, and then they they do whatever they want to do, and right. then they come back.
0: They go buck wild, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, they have a choice if they want to come back to uh, To being Amish or stay in the regular so this world. This is
1: when I need to be around. This is when we need to play. Whenever, like, a bunch of them are going wild and we can be like, right, this, this is whiskey. Right. No one leaves this table till it's gone. <laughs> no, you're right. going to tell me everything about your life. Right. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. You know? They, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I got, I, I went super heavy into this Amish wormhole of like, like you're saying, of like YouTube videos and everything yeah. I could find. Yeah, <laughs> the, because uh, it's like you have to respect the the lifestyle to a point where it's like we don't have, we don't want any modern, we don't yeah. want anything modern. I uh, don't think
1: our like, do the Amish use cars? They still don't,
0: no? Not like the super, uh, super strict ones is use the horse and buggy. Yeah. Per horse. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the, the style isn't my thing. I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't have the, uh, the the straw hat, and the the bad beard. I
1: don't know. I could I do the straw hat, and I already have the bad beard. Uh, so. uh, dungarees, I could do with dungarees. Dungaree,
0: I could do a good dungaree, and they uh, I I think they wear uh, suspenders. You know. Oh yeah. Mm. That's pretty classy. It is classy, but I think. I think they speak uh, Pennsylvania Dutch or Pennsylvania Dutch, German.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that it's misconstrued. It's Deutsch, isn't it? But should actually be German. Deutsch. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh I remember I remember we were on tour, uh and we stopped at a cracker barrel in Pennsylvania and there were Amish people there and they were speaking the the Pennsylvania Dutch and I was like I feel like I'm on a different planet even though I'm in a cracker yeah. barrel
1: well you are in the melting pot of the world that's <laughs> you know what they call
0: it Pennsylvania yeah yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh shit oh man
1: America's from different places it's
0: true Yeah. Mm. have you been to the uh, have you been to Niagara Falls
1: uh, I have not actually.
0: Man, y'all need whenever uh, COVID isn't a thing and y'all go on tour again and go up to Canada, yeah. y'all should do that.
1: Yeah, I was in Canada um, whenever I was younger, but there wasn't that much to actually. I was quite near near Banff and is it Victoria?
0: Oh, British Columbia. Um, on so that's yeah. like yeah. That's on the uh, the West Coast, or close to the West Coast. Yeah. And, uh,
1: and, yeah. I saw a bunch of monkeys, a bunch of snow in July.
0: Canadian monkeys yeah. and snow in July, yeah.
1: And some maple sweets. Went to the tourism office and asked them what there was to do. They gave us these massive, long list of directions to skim students. <laughs> yeah, we were thinking they were going to give us a skate park or
0: something, you know? No, man. Hell no.
1: Skim students. Like I come from an island. to
0: do that every day. Yeah. Hmm. What? Um, so, you guys have always been a. Have you always been a three piece? Uh, yes. Good friend. I like I like a three piece, and I yeah, uh, y'all sound is good.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always loved the three piece. The thing is. I don't know if it's something they rely on the bass more. I think that's why I like
0: it. You love it,
1: um, but yeah, I've always I've always loved being in a three piece, and most of my favorite bands are three pieces. So. Yeah, uh, we try to get as big a sound, and we try not to sound like a three piece. I th- I, th-
0: I think it works. I think I think you guys uh, achieve that at least you know.
1: Going back to Motorhead and Lemmy, but that's another thing like that. I, I use quite a similar bass sound, but that over, like overdriven, distorted bass sound, and right. um, to try and beef it out and right. to almost at times sound like a second
0: guitar. You know. Right. So you you play a Fender Jazz Bass, right? Yeah, yeah. What uh What type of are you using? Uh, we're getting in. We're getting into gear talk. For, for the listeners oh and uh,
1: God don't get me into gear. Sometimes. we're
0: doing a rig run. We're doing a rig rundown of of Adam from Good Friend. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: um, well, I play my Fender Jazz. I'm Mexican. Um, and I'm playing through a Trus head and uh, two Ampe- Ampeg 2 uh, v Two visuals.
0: Yeah. So- Ooh, two what? So you're playing a four twelve, pretty much.
1: No, no, no. Sorry, like two one by 12s
0: Oh, okay. I was gonna yeah. say, man, you took the you took the the Lemmy to the to the extreme of because I know he played no, he, he had a Marshall four twelve that he used to play through. Like just have the big wall of it. But... Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you use any uh pedals or anything? Uh, yeah.
1: Um, I use like in for the records, I use a lot of dark glass electronics pedals,
0: they're good, yeah,
1: yeah, they're all like handmade, and yeah, is it Norway or Sweden? Someone's gonna be. I
0: think Sweden, yeah, uh,
1: so they're, they're incredible. And then I use I to mix that with a few boss ones as well, you know, the OD3, yeah, um, as well. Yeah. So I like like a beefy sound, but I like a little bit of reverb in there. Right. A little bit of warmth.
0: Yeah. Have you ever used any like big muff or anything?
1: No. No. No, actually I haven't. Yeah. Uh, but that again, big muff's huge sound. That was great.
0: Yeah. Mm. Wow. Um. Yeah. I. You know. Uh. We talked earlier. I, I said I thought I had a bit um yeah. for us to do on on here <laughs> yes. i'm
1: trying yeah. i love this.
0: i love bits you love bits uh yeah i'm trying you know i'm trying to do more bits on this show like i did one with tony did you watch? did you listen through the tony episode
1: yes i did yeah there's a lot of wrestling talk in that as
0: well we well it was just like
1: are you doing a wrestling podcast? Is this what this
0: has become? I don't know. No, <laughs> yeah. it might, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be very natural with this podcast. Like, if it, Adam, if it goes there, it goes there. You know. Uh, but uh, so you, you obviously, uh, it, I did a bit with him about uh, potential uh, fest sponsors. Um, yeah. so with this bit. Uh it's not as uh there's there's nothing to lose, you know, on this bit for you. For Tony, there is money he was leaving on the table by choosing you know, between between airwalk, between uh Dr. Thunder. I don't know if you guys have Dr. Thunder over in Ireland. No. 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 It's shit. Um
1: It's just like Dr. Pepper.
0: Yeah, it's it's a uh it's a uh, a discounted bad version of dr pepper right. do you guys have like dr. mr Pip? Pe- 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 yeah same same yeah same arena yeah. um what's well, well but uh, let me let's circle back or let's stop right there and say what's a uh, is there an irish um soda that is terrible or good that people should know about
1: uh we have football special
0: football special Please go on. Yeah,
1: that's what that's what it's called. Like it's a little fruit, mixed fruit flavored thing. Uh, we have lucasaid as well, which is like an orange flavored glucose energy drink. Uh, yeah, we have like brown lemonade. I don't think you have brown lemonade.
0: Brown lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: What so it, yeah, like a lot of people find that weird. But
0: is it tea and lemonade mixed together?
1: No, I'm not actually sure what it is. Yeah. it makes it brown. It might be a different type of sugar or something. Shit. Uh, like uh, brown lemonade? Is, you use it, You would mix it a lot with alcohol and stuff.
0: Okay. Yep. Weird. Yeah, I'm always interested in uh in like local, uh, local things that I wouldn't know about, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so like if you came through, if y'all came through new Orleans and came through mobile again, uh, or came through new Orleans again and passed by mobile uh, here, here we have a thing called moon pies. Do you know, do you know moon pies? No, no. It's a, it's, it's a Mardi Gras, uh, treat the shitty little cake that they throw at Mardi Gras. Yes. Yeah. And so um, you know how on New Year's Eve in New York they have the ball drop in yeah. Times Square. So so Immobile, uh, Immobile claims to be the, the originator of uh, Mardi Gras okay and so there's a big beef between new orleans and mobile but obviously (laughs) new orleans is way better at mardi gras than mobile mobile's don't, yeah whole thing but uh in our downtown they have a moon pie that drops on new year's eve and it's ridiculous we have this uh we have this big uh this big um office building downtown this like skyscraper that it falls from
1: right i was in the, we played in new orleans in at halloween yeah okay so if at halloween That's was a, anything to go by you know
0: it's a freak you, show you, yeah theme. yeah yeah hey man i love new orleans new orleans is great to me a lot of people don't like it because it's um it can be a freak show and I'm like, that's what I love, you know?
1: I, I love I love the freak shows like yeah. we were out at a street party until four AM. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: you know, we
1: were completely just encapsulated in the whole atmosphere of the city, you know, it was great.
0: Right. We had our beignets and everything. Shit. You had beignets. Yeah. Did you go yeah. to uh Cafe Dumont?
1: We did we did uh, the guys from make war took us there Yeah, man. and then they they were the ones that took us to Aaron Rose as well to get frozen Irish coffees uh, and that just it all went from there <laughs> that
0: sounds like a New Orleans yeah I,
1: drunkenly walking into voodoo shops and all that right. kind of
0: stuff right know? yeah man I love New Orleans it's great the uh <laughs> how would how was the Irish coffee where you're like, I'm Irish and this tastes like shit. Is that what you said? Way, I'm,
1: I'm gonna tell, tell you the story. Like I love the Irish coffee. They were like fruits and Irish coffee, so they were kinda of like slushies.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like like a milkshake almost. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so it was like hot weather, we thought this is incredible. The coffee, you know, will perk us up. Um and then the booze will give us like a like buzz. It'll be great. We'll walk around a little buzzed, it'll be great. And we went in, and we were like sitting at the bar, and like, I'm I'm just chatting away to like Izzy, who's on one side of me, and Izzy's from Newcastle. Okay. Um, and the guy beside me on the other side just goes like Irish bastard, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> like
0: the guy you don't. An, this guy you don't know.
1: The
0: Irish right. Like, yeah.
1: I was like, "Where did this come from?" And this guy, like, just apologizes straight away and realizes that he's being a dick. Right. But, it was just like... so it was, yeah, obviously we ended up getting pissed, putting a bunch of th- traditional music on the jukebox and dancing around like idiots.
0: <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah, man. Great place, New, New Orleans. New Orleans is great.
1: Ever there? Check it out.
0: Hell yeah. What's a. Uh, is, is there a favorite Irish traditional song of yours?
1: Um, I don't know. Quite a few. Yeah. A few, yeah. Um,
0: is there anything that just pops into your brain where you're like,
1: not really. <laughs> uh, the only song that popped into my head was actually, um, like we, well, I suppose Laid in Galway Bay is like a big song for us. It's like the song that we used to walk on stage to.
0: Ooh, I'll have to check that um, out.
1: Yeah, and it's just four, four uh, female Irish singers just harmonizing over each other. And it's so beautiful, but it's so haunting at the same time.
0: Celtic women? And
1: we used to always just have like the lights drop down and then that would play. And it was whenever we were just starting to play shows around England and stuff, we would always play this. So it made it pretty obvious to everybody where we were from whenever we were walking on the stage, you
0: know? Love it.
1: Uh, But the thing was that that song, the bit that we wanted to walk into was like four minutes into the song. (laughs) <laughs> so everyone's standing there, like listening to this Irish traditional song
0: for for three and a half minutes. We're going on, we're going on three forty five here.
1: And we, by the time we walk on stage, it deserves a fucking round of applause. Right, you know? yeah, fuck,
0: we got to get this thing to get this thing through. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah.
1: No, it's all about the song we walk off stage to.
0: yeah
1: it's usually cindy Lauper. girls just want to have fun
0: also a traditional irish song you know
1: you know it yeah Yeah. Uh, Uh, and then i think most of the time we walk on to uh dr hook i got stoned and i missed it
0: yes man yeah great you hell yeah what's uh okay we're gonna get to the bit here i i feel (laughs) like I feel like we we're supposed. Oh, Sorry. To, feel like we we're supposed to get. Well, no, I started with like. uh I, I took. I took us off course here. uh Okay. So I'm ready. Your band. You're in a band. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Good Friend. Correct. Um. Have you had a lot of good friends throughout your life? Yes, I, I believe so. Have you had bad friends? I think we all have bad friends. It's true. Unfortunately.
1: We try to we we try to keep distance with
0: bad uh, people. Right. Okay. <laughs> um so I uh, I kind of have constructed a list of people. And um okay. I did a deep dive on on uh on Adam's uh Instagram page.
1: Oh god, are these people I know? <laughs>
0: I did a deep dive on Adam's Instagram page, and so uh, I would like to, I will will present the person, I'll just tell you, and then you can tell me if they're a good friend or a bad friend. Okay. Or, you know, I I don't know, that might be too harsh.
1: Uh, I'm not... not I might just say good friends. No, no good I know, sport. I know, if and so if they're, on my, if they're on my Instagram, they're probably going to be a
0: good friend. Right. I don't want to give you an easy out, Adam. Is okay? So well, just hit me.
1: Hit me no, no hold, on, hold on, hold
0: on. I'm changing the rules. Just, just when you think you have the answer, <laughs> just when you have, just when you think you have the answer, I change the question, Adam. Yeah moving uh, goalposts. I'm right, moving the goalposts, right? Uh, so you tell me why they're a good friend. Okay. How about that? That's better, right? Right, yeah. Okay. So I did a deep dive and by deep dive, I mean a uh just looking at your Instagram. Um so first one, uh your um you, good friend the band is on the record label Red Scare. And Correct. so a lot of people know, uh, so, so, so many great bands on Red Scare throughout the years, you know, Teenagers Ball Rocket, their, their, uh, first albums are on there. Uh, good friend, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. Brendan, Brendan Kelly, the Falcon. Uh, so it goes on and on. I, you know, uh, so, uh, Tobias Jag, uh, good
1: friend
0: okay I'm saying so he's a good oh yeah, yeah. he's a good friend
1: he's a, he a good friend okay and why
0: is he a good why friend
1: why is he a good friend because he puts up with all our bullshit <laughs> <laughs> yeah um you know no To, to we, so he's a fantastic guy man has done more for us than anybody yeah and helped introduce us to the universal world of punk rock when we were just in our own little scene, you know. Right. Um, he's one of the most funny and intelligent people as well. Mm. I'm pretty convinced for first six months of knowing him that he hated me. He hated but, you. Uh, that's how, yeah, that's how he shows his affection at the start. <laughs>
0: oh, you got it. You got to earn.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You, you got to pay to play.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, Toby is a very, very good guy and I talk to him nearly daily basis.
0: Really? Wow. Uh so okay. Tobias J, good friend. Uh He's a good friend. Next up on the uh, I'm I'm scrolling through the Instagram right now. Uh next right, up, you
1: did put no effort into this. You didn't even write it down.
0: I put every no. I'm just. Do, I'm reminding myself, Adam. Right. Uh. Uh, Conor McGregor.
1: Conor McGregor.
0: Good friend or bad friend? To
1: me, it is right. We'll say a good friend. We'll say a good friend because he's not a bad friend. That's true. Um. But yeah, I've I've met Conor. A few times through uh, my work in the whiskey world, right? And uh, yeah, nice guy, pleasant to be around, funny, Smart. Oh,
0: Um, this is more this is more personal, I guess, of a question that I'm about to ask. Um, but I think everybody wants to know what uh what does he smell like. <laughs> Does he smell? Does he smell like a rich person? I, I imagine he has to, right? Right?
1: I don't know. What, I don't know what he smells like. Uh,
0: there wasn't a strong whiff of of money.
1: No, he didn't exactly smell the money off him, but he was he was in a new Bentley. Shit. So I guess he he might have smelled of new leather.
0: A new Bentley smell.
1: Yeah, like leather and mahogany. Do I don't know
0: what money smells like? I think so. Oh, yeah, leather and maho-
1: Yeah, The answer to your questions there? Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, okay. Let's see. You guys also, at Fest uh, 19, you guys played at the High Dive. Yes. In, in Gainesville for for all, all the dummies who aren't uh, all the dummy listeners who don't know what fest is the 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 uh, mecca uh, punk rock festival um so uh you guys played between the dopamines and uh gorilla po- how do you how, how do you pronounce that name that french band Poubelle. Poubelle. Um, Gorilla Poo Bell. Good friend or bad friend? Uh
1: good friend. Yeah. Good friend. Yeah. Also, we toured with Gorilla Poo Bell as well.
0: Also a um, Red Scare band.
1: Also a Red Scare band. Um, we toured the UK and Europe with those guys. Yeah. We actually had the most expensive taxi ride uh, I've ever been in in my whole life.
0: How much was it?
1: Guys. Uh, 600 euro or 600 pounds what
0: from yeah so from where to where
1: through, the van we were on our way to Sunderland or <laughs> not to Sunderland sorry we were on our way to Southampton um from Newcastle yeah so huge drive like the length of England and the van broke down in Nottingham um And we were stuck in Nottingham in this little village called, I think it was called Churchill or something like that. Um, And we ended up having to get a taxi from there to Paris where we were to pick up our new van. So we drove down and we went across the Channel Tunnel. um, And yeah, it was like 600, 600 pounds, I think.
0: Holy shit. Um,
1: I think insurance comforted it but god like and the guy in the taxi like we were stuck at the side of the road for like two days we didn't want to talk to anybody and the guy taxi driver just would not stopped talking
0: the whole way <laughs>
1: <That's>
0: <laughs> sounds like a taxi driver but, yeah
1: Yeah, but Gorilla Pubell um, fantastic band and they're great guys as well yeah you know, Till runs uh, This Is My Fest Right We're in Paris as well every year We were supposed to do that before COVID hit Yeah So hopefully see him soon
0: <laughs> Nice Yeah um, Yeah man This is uh, this has been a good conversation I've, I've enjoyed this Yeah me too Yeah man Is uh, do-
1: that the end of the bit?
0: I like to do it in threes. You know, I think if you go over three, you know, right. what are we doing? You know, uh, Sorry. what, um, do you have any three like,
1: people? I would love to get in a room together. It would be very interesting to see how they all interact.
0: All Oh, all three of, uh, uh, Toby Jag, Conor McGregor and Gorilla Bell. Yeah. I, I would, I would pay to see that. I
1: would pay to see that
0: too. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, do you do you have any uh, parting sage wisdom you want to bestow, or? And
1: I was I was thinking about this earlier. I thought you could ask me this question. Of
0: course, I would. Yeah.
1: And I had something planned, but I can't remember what that is. <laughs> um, Basically, yes. Wait,
0: wait. Yes, here we go.
1: Here we go. So, yeah, this new record. Um, it was, the artwork was done by Chris Kenny. Um, he also did pop artwork, I believe. Ooh. Uh, the one of the guys sitting reading the newspaper on the sofa on fire.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
1: Yeah, he did that. Uh, it's the same artist that did that. Nice. But we have our vinyl going out if you would like it in Europe. We have it on Gunner Records. If you would like it in America, guys, we have it on Red Scare. And if you would like it in UK or Ireland, get in contact with me. Hell yeah! And cheers for having me, man.
0: Hell yeah! Uh, uh, stay on for a second, but but Adam, thank you. You know you had options on this Saturday, but you decided to talk to me.
1: Oh, it was a very good option and I decided to take it.
0: Alright, we will do it again. Thanks, Adam. No problem, buddy.